Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the video later when you take a shit between someone's car, okay? See you later. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, Eason. Bubble it's wackerly. You don't wanna see me angry. This is Sick and Wrong. Brought to you by the Reach Around. Dude, I'm obsessed with Hitler's one ball. <laughs> no wonder you're so pissed off. You like sex. We got doomed. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, Steve Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly? How'd you like the new uh, rockin' intro? <laughs> it's pretty amazingly heavy metal. Yeah, you know, we made a... Sh- I think I made a call out like a couple episodes ago for people to remix either Sick and Wrong Sweeper or an intro or a promo or something using Fart Clops music. Oh, yeah. And we had maybe like three people respond and send in just complete crap that's almost like unlistenable. Uh-huh. And what is Fart Clops, though? Well, so. Fart Clops is... Yeah, it is Fart Clops. <laughs> And then other people were just like, yeah, this sucks. They're not into it. And uh, then uh, I get this, uh, the other day, I get this MP3 from BK here who says, I have no idea what this sounds like as I recorded it way too loud and now I can't hear straight. I'd love to see Lance dressed as Hitler fronting a Nazi metal band. Love and pisses, BK. BK, are, um, he was the winner of the gay, Big Gay Wackley remix competition wow. a while back. He's a musical genius. Dude, that was great, though. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if that was Slayer. Does it sound like Slayer? Maybe some Megadeth. I don't know. It's been too long since I've listened to those bands. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. But I uh, know it was great. It's a good mix of fart clumps and uh, and some some sick and wrong commentary. So thank you, BK, and people. We encourage you to send in some intros and sweepers. Well, I'm I'm being rude here. I should uh, introduce. We have a guest in the studio, which is probably the first time we've actually used three mics with a guest. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's the new studio. What's up there, uh, Ian? Hello there, guys. What's up? It's, it's kind of cool to have an English chap, an <laughs> English gentleman. Yeah. Well, I transplant. I've been here for a long time, so. Yeah, I guess you have been here for a while. So. <laughs> didn't didn't you like, recently country. go back to the motherland? I and, did, uh, indeed. Yeah, you almost March. got into like a, a quarrel. You quarreled with somebody because they thought you sounded like a yank. Exactly. Yeah, it was, it was, a really, it was really weird because uh, I was in a local bar in Oxford, uh, England, and... Uh, are those it, Oxford people tough? It, nah, well, like, this one was about five foot tall. And, uh, are there and, chavs in Oxford? <laughs> they sure are, funnily <laughs> enough, yeah. See, I find but that kind he of was uh, in a, actually quite a popular band, a very popular band in England. And, uh, and I started... Uh, what band? They're called the Foles. Motorhead? The Foles? <laughs> yeah, the Foles. The Foles. I've, I've never heard of it. Is a foal a baby deer? Is that like a... Baby horse. A baby yeah, horse. Yeah, yeah. That's a foal? Yeah. A fawn is what A fawn. Mean. Okay, I was thinking a fawn. <laughs> fawn fawn a almost fawn. sounds gayer than uh, Foles. Is, is Foles... It's a hardcore band? No, they're kind of like... Uh, like emo? What, yeah, emo kind of emo, uh, post-hardcore, like Fugazi-ish kind of sounding band and stuff. And so this dude started... Comes, yeah, Five Foot Tall comes out to me. Starts like, you know, obviously saw I didn't fit in, heard, heard me speak and started giving me all this attitude. Was and like, then, you sound like a yank. 
<laughs> right, T. Fucking hell, mate. And then, uh, and, and then in the end, uh, like you know, my friends knew him and they calmed him down and stuff. But then I just read in the like uh, recently that he got in a big fight with um, with uh, Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols and got arrested at a, at a festival. The, the same dude. Yeah, the same dude. Yeah. God, this is an, <laughs> this is an irate fellow. Yeah. Doesn't Johnny Rotten live in L.A. or something. Yeah, now he does. But this was it's in like Sweden or something. <laughs> wait, wait, what did he get in a fight with Johnny Rotten over? Because the John Lydon was. Uh, was being racist towards the singer of Block Party, and so this this guy from the Falls, oh, the singer from Block Party, is a black guy, right? Right. Oh, okay. And so yeah, and so like this guy from the Falls was just like you know, and he just sticking well, up for. Uh, well, it sounds like it's almost uh, you know a, a justifiable cause there. Well, yeah. Plus, I've heard John Johnny Rotten's a bit of like a pugnacious prick. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. You've but, heard that? You've <laughs> seen him interviewed? <laughs> yeah. So I can See imagine like years. it would be someone to get in a fight with, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, it's good to have you in the studio, and it's nice to well, have the you. perspective of an Englishman. Right. You know. Fire. Hopefully, later you can do uh, a full-on American accent because we often. <laughs> your English accent. Oh, yeah. Can, right, you, can you do just like a regular American so. accent? No, off, like, the, dude, off the bat. No. Hey, how's it going? Uh, can I have some French fries? It's kind of Freedom sounds, fries, right? Yeah, yeah. freedom fries. Yeah. Well, so the reason uh, we, we invited Ian in here, because uh, the theme of uh, the intro here for episode 133 is the end of relationships, breaking off relationships. So I'll start off, and I actually want to start off by saying a, kind of a disclaimer here. I'm kind of retarded today because I got fucking wasted, wasted last night. I don't even remember Oops. how I got home last night. Yeah, you look like you slept on the, in the gutter. Dude, I, <laughs> I, I didn't even shave. I, I was late There's for like work. There's bits of asphalt in your eye creases. Uh, dude, and you know, it, it's kind of, it's so dangerous to be stumbling through the loin. Like, I don't even remember coming home, so I don't it's know how, safe. yeah, I don't exactly know what happened. But my ass doesn't hurt, so I'm, I'm thankful That's for good, that. good, good. And good. I don't think I have any, I'm not like... How's urinating any pus <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it feels all right it's it's a bit it's a bit scratchy i guess well no so anyway last night i broke it off with a missus and as far as breakups go it was definitely cataclysmic it was just it was there was uh, lots of tears lots of crying i mean I'd, I'd say on the sick and wrong star scale of breakups you know one being not so bad five being the worst i would say it's about a four it was, it was definitely... Wow, that's pretty high. That's a pretty high rate. Dude, it, you know, I didn't, want, I didn't want to have to break it off on the phone. I mean, I was thinking about it. I could have just, like, texted her, you know, and said, I'm gay now. Sorry. <laughs> but that's not how you properly end a three-year relationship. No, you no. know, you got, you got to do it face-to-face. There's times where you got to sack up and do it. But then you're, you're, you're faced with this quandary, like, what do I do here? Do I go into a public place and do it? Do I go, do I invite her to my house and do it? You know, what, what, how do you, where, where's the best play, spot the to etiquette? handle this? What's the depends etiquette? Depends on the girl. Yeah. It depends on the situation. Well, so, if, if she's likely to, you know, go crazy, apeshit, <laughs> bonkers, then yeah, public spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but why would you want it in a public spot? Because then you're going to cause a spectacle. Well, I mean, if, yeah, but that's if to you save think your... she's going to stab you and yeah, smash all your exactly. shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, that is true. Well, so anyway... We were going to go out to dinner, which is just, I think, a, a very, very bad idea. You don't want to go out to dinner to end a relationship because this Applebee's. is going... To, yeah, yeah, you know, Bennigan's, actually. No, we were going to go out to dinner, and we were in the mission, and we ended up just going to a bar next door, and a lot of tears, and just uh, it just was not a pretty scene. And so to make a long story short, I ended up just... Who broke up with who? 
It was mutual. I mean, it was both. We both had, you know, decided it's time to end the relationship, and it's it's got to it's got to go down right now, and this is how it's going to be. And so, I ended up going over to my friend's bar over at the Five Hundred Club, and uh, yeah, I, I must have drank probably eight shots of Jack Daniels. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and I was just wasted. Drown your sorrows. Drowning my sorrows, but it is the best way, you know, to deal <laughs> with the end until of a relationship. the morning. Until the morning <laughs> when you got to go to work the next day and you're completely hungover. So that is why I'm a bit retarded, even more so than usual. I'm now, a bit retarded of the today. Breakup and you're all broken up over the breakup, or, or the hangover. Drank so much? Because Which I drank so much oh, because okay. of the breakup. Right. So I guess that the, the two, it's like it's a causality thing. Right. Here. Well, one is a secondary so, cause, and one's the primary cause. So we're, we're since we're talking on the on the uh, subject of breakups here, Wackily, what, what was the worst breakup? I, I would say that's probably the worst that I've been through. I think the last one was pretty nasty. That I went through, but it was over the phone. So I, I would say, out of all my breakups, <laughs> I, I remember that one. Dude. Do you remember Good that one? one? Actually, I was living with it, you at that yeah, time. Good job breaking up with a girl over the phone. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agreed with it because she was. Dude, she was a soulless kind of harpy. Soulless harpy. Yeah, yeah. She was a soulless. And then you know, she called me the next day and cursed me out. Remember, cursed me out for like an hour, and I was just kind of holding the phone up, like <laughs> laughing, poking at it. But uh, no, but the, so, you know, that's enough about my breakup stories. What have you had to deal with, Wackerly? I know well, you've I'm, had a couple bad ones. Not really. I'm really pretty much junior varsity when it comes to the bad breakups. Um, primarily because I don't date crazy bitches. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that I am envious of your uh, female selection, your mate selection. You, I mean, some of them had obvious, huge mental issues. Yeah, but they're but they sensible, like, well, though. Well, they were quiet. They, like, you know, kept them to themselves and just bottled it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just repressed those feelings. But one, you know, I was, like, uh, in our friend... Uh, I'm not going to name names because he probably he's the type to get pissed off about it. But our friends, our mutual friend's wedding, who I was like one of the groomsmen, uh, if you recall, and my girlfriend was there. And we went out. Oh, wait, no, I, I was at this wedding. Right. She got pretty drunk that night, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm dancing with my, you know, this was a girl I've been dating for like three years. And we're sitting there. There's all these pictures of us at the wedding, like staring into each other's eyes. And I, just because we were drunk, I assume. And then the next morning, yeah, she dumped me. Like, like at 9 a.m. when you're so hungover. Could you she, even fully comprehend it? Like, what did you say? I was just like, what? Really? <laughs> okay, I guess. But the thing is, this is why it wasn't that bad. I mean, we'd already, like, uh, weren't living together anymore. She actually went back to school in a different state. Like, okay, met, yeah, yeah. We met to go to this thing. So, I mean, it was a long time coming. She moved out of California, so you kind of predicted it yeah, was going I to mean, happen. Yeah, ostensibly to go to school, and then she was going to come back, but we all knew that was going to happen. But, but it, it was a little surprising I'm, why could like, she totally use... fucking hung over and have somebody wake you up with like, hey, hey, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> why couldn't she use a bit of tact, though? You know, there's a time, there's ti- a, a bit of timing attached to it. I mean, Well, she... think about it this way. This is what pissed me off. That wedding had a lot of single hot chicks there, including yeah, yeah. the bride's younger, like, 22-year-old sister who was smoking hot, who thought I looked, she said, she told uh, our the, the groom that I looked like a guy from the Dead Poet Society. Nice. <laughs> Not Robin Williams. <laughs> I was about to say that, so dude. So if she would have broke you up with me before like that, I totally would have scored. You mean Matt Damon? Yeah, dude, she blew an opportunity for you. You could have been writing Completely. some poetry and, yeah, and uh, poetry on the backside of that young lassie. Or in the back of a cocktail napkin. Yeah, which yeah, would have been, which would have been nice. Not, it's not very bad, really. Well, you know, I think... 
That, that, that just sounds the timing was a bit off on there. I would have been a little put off by the timing of waking up like that, being hung over and having to deal with the situation. But you know what? To be honest, I think both of our breakup stories here <laughs> pale in comparison to Ian's yeah. recent breakup stories. Actually, not even re- Ian has like a string, just like of nasty breakups. breakup stories because yeah. he's the king of dating psychotic women. <laughs> you just, you seriously are, dude. You, yeah, they you don't still die, date they, them. Yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. So yeah. it's like you kind of bring it on yourself, but uh, I guess I've dated yeah. my fair share of psychos too, so. But the thing is, when you date psychos, it's fun for all your friends because they get to watch the spectacle. Yeah, it's like reality TV, sort of. It I is have great. like the radar for it, I guess. So yeah. what, what what is your worst one? I, me- I remember I hearing the story, but let's share it here for the uh, yeah. sick and wrong well, listening audience. I mean, sure I guess it. I should have known uh, in the first place, actually, because uh, she was a stripper. Um, she had a full-size tattoo of uh, a man being anally raped by a woman with a strap-on dildo and a whip. What? On her back. <laughs> I didn't hear this detail. <laughs> Where? On her back? On her book. Yeah, by about, you know, full-size on her back. So it covers uh, your whole back. Yeah, it covers the whole back <laughs> in black ink, solid black ink. Um, and uh, yeah, she was estranged from her family and uh, and working as a stripper in the city. And uh, diddled by her uncle. It's actually, by her father. Yeah, her she father. was. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so did you find out after she, you'd been dating her for a while that she was diddled? Yes. Well, I wondered why she, you know, had no c- contact with her family anymore, and so, and then it, you know, slowly, slowly it's came slowly out. Dawned on How you. he used to like hang her up. He used to also hang her up in a bag, in on a tree, and hit her with a baseball bat in the bag. Like so, missing an action? Yeah, I guess <laughs> that's what she told me. So, so, Ian, I don't know if you if you fully comprehend the concept of the warning sign, like flags, <laughs> but I mean, for me, that would have well, been that's like kind of exciting, <laughs> isn't it? You know, I, I, I guess. <laughs> Today to complete, uh, it, adds, yeah. it adds to something in the in the sack or something, and not that sack hanging from the tree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so you're dating this psychotic yeah. girl who was abused and molested. In this, was she a cutter? Did she cut herself? Yes, too? she was. Okay, she was that, also that goes uh, hand in hand with a, the molestation, also and the stripping, also a drug addict, uh, which I was very naive to at the time. Yeah, I wondered why she would stay up all night cleaning the apartment. I had no idea. So you so, guys got married? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I live with her though. Um, and yeah, and then t- I guess she would go through my things and it was, you know, like she'd find phone numbers of girls that she thought were like, you know, they were my friends, but that she thought that I was having relationships with and she would call them in the middle of the night and, you know, play like teenage whore by hole down the phone at them all night. <laughs> Jesus, dude. So she would just call in the middle of the night. Yeah. And so- I find out from them. She called sometimes, she got like wrong numbers too and she would call her their parents and stuff, you know, and like the parents be like, it got really ugly. Like, yeah. I hate hole. <laughs> <laughs> Play some Nirvana. Yeah. Yeah. Nice nails. No. Um, yeah. So, so you found out about this. So you're like, okay, this girl's psychotic. Yeah. It's got to a point where I was just like, I don't think I can deal with this anymore. Because she was like, throw it started like, you know, she was only like 95 pounds, but she could wield a hefty, uh, you know, fist. Well, what did she look so. like on the, uh, was she, was, was she, was she oh, like yeah, an eight was, or a nine? She was a nine and a half, probably. That's okay. probably why I stuck so long. So. <laughs> was she buxom? Buxom stripper? Fake tits? No, no. Thing? She was, you know, she was my type. A little petite. Um. Uh, okay. The, the, a 10-year-old boy's body. The physique of a 10-year-old. That's what he is. Oh, right, less of that. All right. <laughs> no Eight, curves. So, so, yeah. Thin and hairless. Yeah. She looks younger when her hair's wet. Um. <laughs> so, anyway, how long had you been living with her? 
So yeah, about a well, about nine months, a year, I guess, and then um, yeah, it would have soured for me after she would have been going through my phone and yeah, it got got. Then when she started throwing things at me, like she threw like uh, four cans of coke at me, and uh, and like at one time it was a things anything she could get a hand on, and one one of the times it was a uh, a live cat, like which (laughs) wasn't wasn't even ours, it was like our roommate's cat. This guy. Ah! Yeah. Gee, wow, she pelted you with a live animal. Wait, did I hear you say that you had a roommate, a roommate at this time? Yeah, yeah. Well, he must have loved. Yeah, no, actually, it was really a couple. Really pleasurable another, for him. Another couple. Um, and yeah, well, well, that was one of the things when we broke up. She accused, she told her roommates, our roommates at the time. I moved out, and she told them that I'd been beating her up, and they believed him. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, my God. God, she is so, psycho. So how, do, how would you end this? Like, I don't well, know. it just kind of like, you know, I think I just, I, you know, it got to the point and I told her and then I left and then I came back. But, I mean, had you been replaying the scenario in yeah. your mind? Did yeah, you script what, it out yeah. when you're like, you know, yeah. this is where we're going to sit down. I got the time, the place, everything well, was set. I knew it was going to be a bit manic. So I was kind of prepared <laughs> for that. You were in like a bulletproof vest, <laughs> yeah. like a flag jacket. I had one of those stab vests that the English like police a beekeeper's have, outfit. Yeah. Kevlar. Kevlar yeah, I don't know. stab vest. And, uh, and one of those boxing... Uh, Boxing head headgear on, dressed up like an umpire. <laughs> so yeah, but then you know she. So yeah, I came back to get my stuff. I think later that day, I borrowed a friend's truck and so stuff. So you had I told her at this point. You sat her down. And yeah, said, we're done. Yeah, and uh, and then I come back and she had thrown all my stuff out the window. <laughs> I, we didn't live in a particularly good neighborhood, so uh, yeah, most of it was gone. And. Uh, <laughs> Like what, what did she throw all of your? Oh my shit! I, other than my bicycle, which luckily I'd ridden away on, and uh, so like your and, your LPs, yeah, CDs, your LPs, CDs. And, and then she had the gore to actually set fire to my photo <laughs> collection of when I was a kid, photos that were irreplaceable of like when I was a baby and when I was a kid and stuff. Set fire to them and then threw that out the window, hoping oh, that wait, so she lit, I was going to ask whether she'd gone down to the street and started this big bonfire. No, she, she, she yeah, lit them on fire and then. And then threw, yeah, I guess in a can. And then what a vindictive bitch. So what did you do when you came home and saw your book? I cried. <laughs> <laughs> so you got back together with her? And, yeah, uh, yeah. Kiss made up. Well, you know, kiss of sex. The makeup sex was amazing. No. Um, yeah, yeah, but then it, it kind of... involve a donkey punch or two. <laughs> it seriously would. So wait, so what, did, so what happened here? Well, then it, well, then it like, it, it like continued for like weeks on end. And it was, it was like she, she called, because I was illegal at the time. I was illegal, illegally living here, and uh, so she called You're the taking her job. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so she called the INS on me, right? And, <laughs> and they didn't actually care, right? So, but then she would keep paging me at the the phone number of the INS, and I'd be like, different numbers. Wait, she would page you with the INS's with number. phone number. Yeah, so that I would call the number and go, and they'd be like, "This is the INS. Who's calling? You know, speaking of like what?" <laughs> <laughs> and you lived in fear of the INS. Yeah, didn't exactly. You? At that. Are you crashing yeah. on like your friend's couches at this point while she's well, living actually, in that apartment? Or a friend had gone out? away. Friend's band had gone away on tour, and so I was living in their house at that time. So and so she no. actually called. And she she threatened to have you deported. Yeah, yeah. She yeah she tried her hardest, but they didn't really care too much at the time. You Jesus, know. Jesus, dude. <laughs> 
So yeah, it wasn't a good time. So it wasn't a good time. when did it eventually end? When was like well, it was the, finally like when the she final broke thing all was ties with her and she called. Well, the, the 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 end of it, end of it for me. She called my parents in England and told them that I was a drug addict, and they called my mom. Called me up crying. Like, what is happening? Oh my God. And I was just like, oh my. So I removed myself from everything that I could, all her friends, everything and that. And then slowly, you know, after that, it just kind of came You just to severed all ties yeah, and you were done with it. Have you ever her. seen her again? Have you seen her Yeah, that's time? funny. Yeah. I hadn't seen, she still lives in the city, but I haven't seen her that much. But um, I bumped into her one time on the street and I was with my roommate that lived with us at the time. And she goes, is that Shelly over there? Oops. And, uh, and I go. Shelly the stripper in San Francisco. <laughs> Are you listening? We're going to have to beep that. Yeah. Are you listening? Um, and, and, I, and she, like, you know, I could see she was telling the story to her friends. And Ooh. so I went, I went, I said, I've got to go over there. So I went over and I said, hey, Shelly, what's up? And uh, she's like, do I know you? And I'm just like, uh, Ian, you know, and she's like, oh, all right, okay. And then, like, she's, then we just said a few words, and she said, oh, it's nice to meet you, Ian, and walked off. <laughs> That's the beauty of the drug addict, you know? The right. past is just kind of pointless for them. It was like a year and a half relationship. So like, that wasn't whatever. the girl that was, was she the one that was poking holes in the condom? No, that or was that was a more recent one. Yeah. <laughs> he dated I a had, girl that actually wanted to get pregnant and was go, go, taking steps to ensure that she would get pregnant. I edited that That's one. That's why up. you got to put Tabasco sauce just in, in the, case uh, used condom yeah. throw them in the garbage yeah because they'll yeah. empty that shit out into their vagina yeah that's happened to me before too actually. <laughs> <laughs> you hold her down and just shove like the spermicide in don't there. leave the like, con- no don't leave the condom there when you go to the bathroom take it with you so yeah. did you actually catch her in the act of like jumping up and running to the toilet or wherever you threw your condoms An- another girl well no another guy I, I, le- I left to go to the bathroom I came back and she'd emptied it onto her stomach and she was pushing it in places uh, deep, like she was deep wiping it all over and, and putting deep, it inside of her. Exactly, yeah. God, yeah. what is wrong with these? How old are these women? <laughs> oh, was she diddle too? Or was yeah, she, I guess she so. Was diddled Must as well. be. Pa- some, some kind of past. Crazy Instead of God, a puppy, dude. they just want a baby or something. I know. Yeah. It's just like these vulnerable women that you prey on. I that guess. Was, that was uh, at one time, the it was a theoretical... Uh, best way to break up with a girl. I don't think anybody actually ever did it, and I actually think it was your invention. Was if you really wanted to break up with a girl, but it was just like horrible, and you couldn't bring yourself to do it, you went and bought a puppy. Yep, you know, I was, <laughs> and you just walk into the room and you and hand walk her the out. puppy, and you say it's over, and then you leave, and then leave her with the puppy. It's she's going to be totally conflicted. I, I yeah, can't, I, you know, I can't claim like uh, that. I actually, but is that fair? That myself. It's from Steve Martin. Steve oh, okay. Martin said the best oh, way to break right. up with a girl. Is to uh, <laughs> the best way to break up with a girl is to uh, just buy her a puppy and walk away, and I think you know, and that's uh, I think that's the the best way to like to uh, kind what? of wrap up this intro bit here for sick and wrong <laughs> is the Martin. best way to end a relationship, and this is what I fully recommend: avoid the waterworks, avoid your stuff being lit on fire, <laughs> you know, avoid all the hysterics and the histrionics. Just give her give her a puppy. As long as she doesn't use it as a weapon against you when you're walking okay. away. Okay, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, give it a puppy and then duck. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. Well, people, this is episode uh, 133 here, Sick and Wrong. Quick recap from uh, last week's show. Um, I did a story about uh, the Frenchie version of child abuse. Brackley did a story about Red Lobster suicide. And the listener did a story about um, the term, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> And uh, believe it or not, I actually ended up winning with uh, 83 votes. Lance came in close second, which I was kind of surprised, with uh, 71. 
And the listener came distant third with um, only 40. Which I was kind of surprised. A lot of people just voted because they thought it was funny. What's wrong with that? No, no, no. Yeah, I think that's... Isn't that the point? But that's not... You're voting because it's sick and wrong, not funny. You know, it's not humor here. We've done... This isn't a comedic show. What's 133 times Serious. What's 133 times three? I don't know, but we still try, though. You know, we still try to find out. I know, but sometimes you have to add the humor. Yeah, I guess you do. People, you know the way Sick and Wrong works. We're actually and I comb the internet for the most disturbing news items of the week. We present them here on the show. Audience votes, winner gets a case of beer. Throw in a wild card with a listener's submission, which you can send to sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. I believe I started last week, so Wackerly, why don't you start uh, episode uh, 133. Uh, police found the 50-year-old Phoenixville, Philadelphia resident yesterday morning hanging by his neck from the garage window of a Chester Township general contracting company. Another suicide, huh? <laughs> Sweet. No, actually, it's not a suicide. Oh, okay. Hang on. Jump the gun. Uh, the guy's name is Charles Ancrum. But I'm Ancrum. Him, yeah, I'm going to call him Charles Fulcrum. <laughs> you can find out why. Uh, um... The is that like an engineering police. term, the fulcrum? Yeah, uh, well, yeah. It's like if you have like the a center po- of the point seashell, of balance, sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Township Police Chief Tim Wilson said that whoever was calling Fulcrum's cell phone obviously hadn't seen him at the last in the last couple of days because the larvae and flies indicating indicated that his body had been rotting in the sun over the weekend. Um, so actually, this guy Charles Fulcrum was trying to break into the. This uh, general contracting company, construction company. I don't know why we have to use these fancy general contracting words. Um, he was standing on a sawhorse and bashing in a small window. Uh, he said Ancrum, sorry, Fulcrum, may have poked his head into the narrow opening to look for the latch to the door. And I like to think there's still some jagged glass in the window at this point. Uh, what happened was he slipped off the sawhorse and snapped his neck. He was there for about two days. Just hanging a, in the window? Accident. Yeah, by his head. So his head is <laughs> like inside. A ch- like a Chinese butcher's? Yeah, you know what? what are they, you know the transom? You know that window that's over the door sometimes in old buildings? Oh, yeah. Right, right, that's right. what I imagine, like a little window up there. And his head is in and his body's out. Um, I'm surprised. Sort of hanging there. I'm surprised his neck would would be able to withstand the weight. Well, that's why the he's dead a fulc- weight. He's a fulcrum, and you're not. <laughs> okay, get he's a fulcrum. All right, all right. But the best part of this is an employee called police at 6:30 a.m. on Monday when uh, he entered the building through the front door, walked into the garage, and saw a man's head lodged in the window. Fulcrum's body was suspended above the ground outside. So he just walks into his place of business. Like, imagine this. If you walk into your cube on Monday and there's just this like, blue corpse head that's like hanging over the edge of your cube right above your desk. <laughs> so wait, how long did it take for him to call police? Oh, immediately. Like a, he called okay. at 6.30 a.m. I assume he showed up and sort of – who gets to work early? But I just wonder if you if you show up, you have your coffee, you're sitting there you know, surfing the internet porn, and then you look up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I see. Maybe he got you know, and, and I you wonder. He uses nostrils as a pencil holder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. 
but there there were maggots in the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, two days sucks. already maggots. It must have been where 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 well, did this occur? Hot, right? It was it, hot. It's in Philadelphia. Phoenix. Okay, it's uh, pretty hot in Philly right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this police inspector said that's no way to start a Monday off. He came in there and looked and just took off running. I was like, guess he didn't have coffee. He he saw a face in the glass window. He was just hanging. <laughs> so hanging I, out. I wonder what uh, the the guy that was just hanging out. What what his intentions were? Like, what was he going to steal? Was he going to steal something from tools. the country? Just tools? Yeah, you can sell tools for like a lot of money on eBay. And stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, so power he... tools, pipe, copper pipe. They like to steal that. Yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of people have been stripping houses of copper And he ended up being like a bit that. of a tool himself. Huh? Yeah, right. It's going to hang out. <laughs> so on the uh, sick and wrong star scale, I guess it's not a suicide, but the fact that his body was just kind of hanging there with the face staring out the window yeah, makes it particularly morbid. Yeah, the of the buildings and nobody saw it the whole time. God, dude, I mean, could you imagine the shock, the revulsion that you'd have felt just seeing the face? Yeah, I'm assuming there's like a swollen tongue sticking out, <laughs> and sort of blue and green head. Hell of a Halloween. Probably, you know, he's probably a homeless guy, not too good looking to begin with. Hell of a like, Halloween decoration, though. Yeah. yeah. No, seriously. Hey, do, do they dress up in costumes on Guy Fawkes Day? No, but Halloween's right before, so Guy so Fawkes is, is November 5th, yeah, so they kind of bleed into each other. But Did yeah. they go trick-or-treating Yes, now, yeah, very American, yeah, they've uh, adopted the Americanisms and stuff, but it was funny, we, uh, uh, my family adopted it early just because of uh, my dad born, being born on Halloween, so. Uh, okay, so, so uh, but, but, for the, but the thing is, Guy Fawkes is almost closer to, like, 4th of July, though, right? Aren't you supposed to, like, fireworks? No, November 5th. But aren't you supposed inspired. to inspire? Oh, right, right, right. Yes, like, yes. Uh, and you the, burn the, um, Guy Fawkes on the, you know, burn a, a burner effigy of Guy Fawkes on the bonfire, you know? So, uh, okay. I never, it's a long I story. I don't understand this. So, people, uh, is he respected or hated? Because did he try and, like, blow up? I think he's reviled. He was, wasn't he an anarchist? Yeah, he was an anarchist, he? yeah, turning, turning against the, the, the regime at the time and stuff. And so, he was in in a lot of ways he was kind of respected yeah okay. but uh but he didn't pull it off yeah. the other guy who did that uh thomas moore yeah no he was he a... wouldn't marry the uh henry the something and something else or oh wait he wouldn't he wouldn't give a divorce right wasn't it i don't remember this isn't the history podcast well, yeah yeah I, I don't know dude yeah if you want to listen to history podcast you're at the wrong well, guy place Force here. was the patsy like uh you know there's a ponce? Uh, yeah, a bit of a ponce and a nonce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are, are, are we talking about Oscar Wilde or? Uh... <laughs> so on the yeah. sick and wrong star scale, I'm giving it three point seven five. I don't know what you have there, Wankley. What are, what are you giving that uh, one there? Ian? I'll give it a four. That's a pretty uh, pretty grotesque way to, to start your morning. To yeah, but worse than Starbucks anyway. So. Well, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what the uh, listening audience has to say about that. So my story here for episode uh, 133 is quite the doozy. It definitely is. You know, I had to actually claim this story because I found it and I uh, emailed Wankerly and said, don't even touch this one, it's mine. So you, see, you always do this. You, you fluff your story up. Before. Just let the story speak for itself. Okay, all right, all right. I, I won't. It's I, I, don't even need to, I don't even need to fluff this story. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't need to be do. a fluffer. Saying that you don't need to is fluffing it. <laughs> Sex crime linked to morgue. Prosecutor calls suspect an animal. Harsh. This happened in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, the bond was set at $700,000 for a suspected necrophiliac who is charged with having sex with a corpse of a 19-year-old murder victim. But a murder that happened 26 years ago. Wow. 
But and the rape happened twenty six. Twenty six years ago, years ago. <laughs> yeah. He raped the corpse. He didn't just rape her now. <laughs> Can you rape a skeleton? <laughs> so really, the holes are too big, right? Too big. You'd have to put in some kind of a nerf. <laughs> so really, she was forty five then. Is that what it is? <laughs> well, no, I, yeah. I guess now she would be. Uh, Kenneth Douglas here, fifty five years old now. Fifty five. Uh, this happened twenty six years ago, so he's wow. a little younger then. Of uh, Westwood, Ohio. Um, was uh, in court for an arraignment that lasted less than five minutes. And uh, none of the, the uh, details of the horrific allegations were discussed there. He pled not guilty. Uh, Douglas was indicted Monday for gross abuse of a corpse, which I think is one of the coolest names of a, of a, you know, a charge that you can have. Uh-huh. It's like they don't have, see, many states don't have that charge. Right, right. Wisconsin I, just got it. Wisconsin did think, just I, get it, yeah. Didn't California just get it too because of that guy out in the avenues with... with uh, Oh, well, okay, another There's a story. guy in the avenues that was... No, um, yeah, he... he, he yeah, hom- <laughs> a, ho- a homeless guy that... Not um, our friend with a broken penis. Yeah, we don't want to give any false charges here. Right. So he was indicted Monday for gross abuse of a corpse. He's accused of having sex with the body of murder victim Karen Range in the morgue where he worked as an attendant. This was hours after David Steffen, who was actually the murderer, killed her and nearly beheaded her with a paring knife. Wow. So think about this. A paring knife. Let's discuss what a paring knife is because you were confused. Yeah. Well, I thought it was a paring knife was the same, as a fi- the same fi- type fi- of knife, fi- knife. That, a, fi- yeah, that you use as a yeah. fillet knife. Right. That's kind of long and thin. Right. This is also thin but short. It's like a Very short. That you would it's curved though, right? an apple with. No, not really. It curves a little it's, bit. It's like a fillet knife in that it can bend back and forth to conform yeah. to the contours. I guess it's for pairing pears or something, is it? I don't yeah. know. Or well, so apparently this parents. dude, Stefan here, was a door-to-door uh, soap salesman. He knocked on the door of this girl's <laughs> this girl's home <laughs> and uh, just grabbed her, stabbed her to death, almost she severing was her head. And so to make matters even worse, you know, her head severed. She's murdered. She goes to the morgue, and then what happens? She gets raped by the morgue attendant. With no head. Well, I think she probably doesn't. With no head. Was the head reattached, or was it not fully taken off? Well, I, I, and they sewed the head back on. Sid nearly beheaded. Purposes? You know, I just don't understand. How are you? I guess if you have sex with corpses, it, maybe I don't know. Maybe that's what turns you on. The but no the, head, but the fact the that, that there's no head, or you know, or half a head, I just don't understand how you'd maintain an erection. I mean, this is pre Viagra days. <laughs> Like, don't you think that would kill the erection for you? What, the that it was a corpse or that it didn't have meat? a head? Well, that it was a headless corpse. I don't think it was headless. I think when they say partially beheaded, that just means that she had a huge gaping it's... neck wound. But, but don't you think that would kill the, like, mute the erection? Well, there's degrees. Not for, not for some people. There's degrees of, uh, what would you call that, softening that would go on? With the head completely off, no. I mean, that'd be like fucking a mannequin. Yeah, I, I, I just don't. I, I don't I've attempted that. Doesn't work. A very but, cold man. But what's interesting <laughs> to me is like at least those dudes in Wisconsin, those goth guys who dug up the the cheerleader or whatever and had yeah. sex with her. I mean, her body was relatively intact, and well, she, she was pretty attractive. Accident. Yeah, yeah that's true. A couple scrapes here and there, but they saw her picture. She was probably cleaned up at the at the funeral home. Right. So I mean, but so they're so they're actually having sex with someone that, that has a semblance of a, a live female, whereas this guy's having sex with a woman whose head is is hanging off. So you're saying because she's at the morgue, she hasn't gotten uh, beautified like no, it's it's this blue bloated home. corpse. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I can't see myself fucking it. You're right. But I guess she is. Bar- <laughs> she's barely legal. More ways than one. I don't one. know. 
Uh, he's accused of having sex with a woman's unclean body after it had been stored in refrigeration for more than four hours, awaiting an <laughs> autopsy the next day. How do you fuck something that's that cold? I do, you know what? I don't understand. So Your the, balls would be blue. Yeah, I know. Exactly. She's been there in refrigeration for four this hours. This guy's a sexual dynamo. But what about like the, during the autopsy? I wonder if they're just like, God, this semen's warm in here. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, I mean. Apparently I guess, not, because they didn't catch this guy until 26 years later. Right? So officials believe that Douglas had had sex with more bodies and expect similar charges in the future against him. Yeah, it's not the kind of thing you do once. No, I imagine he'd probably been having sex with sundry corpses. But now I wonder what they do. Do they have to dig up all the bodies and take DNA and... Do they really? It just sounds like it's more trouble than what it's yeah. worth. Yeah, I don't think they're... Uh, the families would have to approve of that, and I don't see anybody approving that, of, you know, digging up grandma to look for pubes. And yeah, and to look, to look for the pube <laughs> on the skeleton or something. So, so what's interesting here is Stefan, David Stefan, the door-to-door salesman, was convicted in 83 of the aggravated murder, rape, and aggravated burglary after the door-to-door salesman attacked the woman. Her partially nude body was found by her mother. Must have been traumatic. Stefan admitted that he killed the girl but insisted he never raped her. So for, did he ever give a motive of why he killed her? I mean, No, they didn't, they didn't really state. She just state. didn't want to buy any soap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't so? know. Maybe she just didn't like soap. Maybe I, she I didn't know. want to join the fight club. <laughs> so, so last year, I guess, uh, DNA analysis exonerated him of the rape. So, I mean, they didn't do DNA testing back then. So, so what happened is Douglas was convicted of violating his probation. Douglas is the, the morgue worker here on a drug trafficking conviction his DNA was taken. Days later, they actually found a match to match the body fluid found inside the girl's corpse. Wow. Had they saved it for all these years? I, I guess so, yeah. Like I think they just, they just took DNA and just had it, and they just, you know, they never yeah. really tested it because they never had DNA testing capabilities they back then. They just had it. Okay, fine. So, yeah, it, it's just kind of amazing that uh, what, what happened here is Stefan was sent to death row for the mur- murder and rape conviction here, but insisted for 26 years that he never actually raped her. I mean, he still beheaded the girl, <laughs> but he never <laughs> he actually raped, raped her. and murder. So, so, he was, so are they going to reduce his sentence now? Or, I, I mean, I, I guess I, he could get a mistrial. He could say that the only reason I was convicted of the murder is because people were so grossed out by the rape uh, and get a retrial. I you know, I, no, I guess he was still, um, I mean, I guess he, he might be able to do that. But I, I guess what they said is now he's not going to be on death row any longer. I think it's right. life in prison. Plus, yeah, he's been in prison for 26 years. He's, he, he was 19 what, when, he, when he's in, institutionalized. He, he just wants to stay in at that point. So the gross abuse of corpse charge is a fifth degree felony, the lowest felony in Ohio, and only carries a maximum sentence of one year in prison. Huh. So it's Maximum. a bit of a so you could get one day, right? Yeah, the the guy could seriously get a month. So it's kind of a slap on the wrist if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, I I'm more appalled by the fact that he you know could have fucked this other guy's life over by getting him this really. I guess he did, but I don't know. I mean, bad. I guess this did this for twenty six years. He didn't so, behead the guy. Yeah, but think so, about think about like how many he must have done over those twenty six years. Well, that's, being a that's the thing. If they actually end up finding evidence that he had raped more corpses. <sighs> Can they, I mean, he, does he that multiply for a few years? But you know, I, I wonder Whoopsies. though. It's like, you know, I wonder how you know inmates always have this uh, this kind of um, aversion to, to pedophiles when they're in the in lockup. How do they feel about uh, necrophiliacs? Just pat on the down. back. Are they yeah. just kind of like, <laughs> I'm going like, to go hang out over here. You know, it's like, I don't, I don't even want that guy's pudding. Vampire. He can keep his tapioca pudding. So See, finally, so if he was doing this for 26 years, are you telling me they're like, there was never a housekeeper or janitor that like walked in and was like, oh, senor. <laughs> just Mums never reported it or anything? I don't know. Don't ask, don't tell, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, finally, here I'm gonna end the story with this and this an uplifting note here. I guess after this was this this um, information was found out, a detective sent to um, detectives were sent to Florida to tell the girl's mother, uh, Lori Rockle Range here of um, of the recent indictment of Douglas. The mother was actually ecstatic at the news. She insisted that her daughter was a virgin when she died and fumed at the suggestion during Stefan's murder trial that the girl had been sexually active. Because I, I imagine his defense attorney was trying, trying to say that he, that he didn't rape her because she had been sexually active. So that he, yeah, I don't, I, I, I think I said before I don't get this. I can't follow well, it. I imagine <laughs> the... You think, you think the defense attorney said that it wasn't rape, it was consensual sex, and the murder was a crime of passion versus no, I, some cold-blooded thing? I think what she, what she was saying is like, they, they said, okay, well, she's, she's sexually active because she doesn't have a hymen. And so the mother was saying, well, she was a virgin this entire time, so the person who would have busted the hymen was the murder rapist. Whereas defense attorney was saying, no, she's a slut. That hymen was busted years ago, she and it wasn't my to client. She her head cut off because she had a short skirt on, is that what you're saying? <laughs> and, and, uh, more or less. But basically what I'm saying, the mortuary attendant busted her cold, dead hymen. <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she was a virgin her whole life. She was a virgin her well, whole did, life. But does that count, yeah. though, when the corpse... Has been violated, so is she, she's not a virgin know. in death. Then her soul is a virgin because it's gone up to baby Jesus. Oh yeah, <laughs> I guess you're that's right. what really counts. Why does Jesus let stuff like this happen? The, the, the corpse is not a virgin. You're right. So the mother says she was stunned though to find out who was accused of abusing her daughter's corpse. She says, "Who's going to rape a dead body?" Well, I guess a morgue attendant would. <laughs> I was kind of shocked. Of all the <laughs> occupations, I would say morgue attendant would be at the top of the list. So on the sick and wrong star scale, the thing I find most shocking about this is this dude lived for so long, 26 years. I mean, he's been abusing corpses 26 years. Nothing ever happened. This other guy has been con falsely convicted of, well, rape. <laughs> but I mean, he was still Polly. a murderer. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, for 26 years, this guy's just kind of been living his normal life. And all of a sudden... He's now Boom. convicted of necrophilia. Yeah, and he gets a couple of days. Cool. Yeah, he's probably going to get fired, though. He's oh. probably going to lose the job. Yeah, exactly. So what I'm saying in the sick and wrong star scale, the guy had sex with a headless corpse. Not completely Sweet. headless, partially headless. The head was dangling. I'm giving it five stars. No, four and a half. Well, okay, five. <laughs> Dude, we, if she wasn't here's headless. My, here's my only reason not to give it a five. Haven't we had a story where some guy was fucking corpses already? And that would be a five star as well. Any any necrophilia, five stars, dude. It's sick and wrong. Any way you put it. Any human to unhuman necrophilia. Dude, having sex. Okay, okay. Human to human how about, necrophilia. How about having sex with a dead monkey pig. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you say, Ian? I say 4.8. I think he wore a condom. <laughs> you say because he wore a condom. Dude, would you even have to worry about diseases at that point? I don't know. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll see what the audience has to say about gross? that one. <laughs> <laughs> Probably skin peeling off, I imagine. Uh, getting in your dick hole. So the uh, listener's submission here for this week comes from uh, Joey from Germany. He says, check this shit out. It's hilarious. Groom torched his best man. I don't know, dude. Doesn't sound like a very grateful individual here. A uh, grinning bridegroom, Wayne Barnes, poses with his bride and the best man he was to batter and set on fire months later. Barnes, 27 years old, was last night beginning a life sentence after a jury found him guilty of attempted murder. His generous pal, John Maynard, gave Barnes a job, paid for his wedding, and even furnished his new home. Now, that's a hell of a friend, dude. 
I, I seriously wouldn't even... I would maybe give you a toaster oven if you got married. Maybe. <laughs> well, are we talking about a trailer home here? I mean, it doesn't take much to furnish. But, I, yeah, I guess if it was a trailer home. And a toaster oven. But he paid for the wedding. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what kind of Fair wedding. Enough. Gave him a job. All right. Well, six weeks afterwards, the pair had a drunken falling out. And Barnes, the ingrate here, attacked John as he slept. After fracturing his skull and leaving him helpless on the floor... Barnes set the man's clothes alight and left him in his apartment to burn. He then stole a safe with uh, $60,000 and fled in the victim's what? car. Yeah. $60,000, wow. Uh, John well, Barnes... A, I mean, that's a crime. In a cash? In cash in the safe? Yeah, wow. $60,000 wow. in the safe here. So he has a uh, financial motive now. I mean, it's yeah. just pure craziness. Yeah. No, the yeah, tone I don't, of I don't, the story has changed for me. Yeah, I don't think I think he definitely he was motivated by uh, by the money here. I don't think it, I don't think this was a crime of passion. Right. <laughs> I loved you. Oh, I loved you, and were, you married they were, her. They were drunk, though, right? <laughs> yeah, they were going to They were getting wasted. Uh, John was found barely alive with forty percent burns. Uh, the dad of two told jurors, "I thought I was dead. I was trying to stay alive so I could say goodbye to my two sons." Both of his legs had to be amputated, and oh, he man. lost the fingers on his left hand. He was also left brain damaged and confined to a wheelchair for life. Uh, the judge here said that uh, Barnes committed unspeakable savagery and ruthless betrayal and should not get parole for 15 years. That's what I don't understand about uh, the UK. Oh. So if, <laughs> if this happened in the US, uh, this dude would be yeah. in there for 30 sentences, years. Uh, sentences are incredibly lenient in this. So if you're going to actually do something, and you know, yeah, but you I might mean, as well you do it in England. You can kid and go away for like, well, you know, it's, it's a savage crime that you committed, but uh, we're going to send you away for <laughs> two <laughs> years. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it is, I don't understand. It's they're they're wearing, they wear those, like, those wigs. Yeah. What, what's <laughs> up with that? Well, I guess I mean, did we stop wearing those years ago? <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, what yeah. about Donald Trump? No. <laughs> That's a oh. much more respectable. But what are what are the wigs called? I think it's wig spelled with W H I G, isn't it? Oh, okay, I it's, think. it's a yeah. wig. Yeah. And, and yeah. all justices or barristers have to use them. Yeah, I mean that that shows that you're in session. You put the wig on, and that's <laughs> you yeah, even put the even wig the on. Yes, yeah, even the ladies, yeah. Wait, yeah. so fe- are, do they have female judges? Yeah, my then? sister's one. <laughs> are your sisters a judge? Yeah. Does, she, does she have the wig? She didn't. She, well, she's not. She's retired. She doesn't anymore, but she did, yeah, she did. Did you ever snag the wig and just wear it around the house? <laughs> no. Pretending she, to be the judge? Making <laughs> proclamations? <laughs> it was like, do, do you guys... Doing my trans- transvestite dance? No. Do, uh, do you guys use uh, uh, gavels? Yes. Oh, okay, yes. so there's the gavel. Yeah, and, yeah. But you know how, like, in, in sessions of parliament, people can, like, you, you always hear them go, Going like yeah or nay, <laughs> you, you hear everyone yelling the heckling. back and forth. Right, right. Yeah, Do they heckle Parliament in court. In court is different. Oh, yeah, but yeah, they no, heckle no heckling in court. No, it's 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 very prim and proper. <laughs> okay, so. all right. I just wanted to get that uh, the clear. So, where did this happen in England? Then, uh, you know, I'm not sure. <laughs> Once again, it's one of those articles that doesn't actually have the sentence. But uh, no place names given or anything. Yeah, they don't mention um, at all. Where, I just uh, want to know, happened. just when, did not you say where to go. Sixty thousand dollars in the safe. You know, it's thirty thousand pounds. I was I was translating it for the American audience. <laughs> yeah, it's so, misdirection. So thirty thousand pounds, and uh, they didn't specify that the the steering wheel of the car was on the other side. <laughs> they didn't say anything about that. You know, uh, so uh, judge sentence said he couldn't get parole for 15 years. So he only got sent away for 15 years. He was admitted. He uh, the man admitted burglary, theft and fraud, but denied attempted murder. His bride, who is a baby son with him, said after the case, he can rot in jail. So um, I imagine that's a breakup. That's a good way to break up a relationship. Yeah. Is to commit some uh, heinous crime. Right. 
imagine that work. Or have sex with a corpse. It's another good way. But you have to, to get uh, caught doing that, right? Yeah, we'll bring the corpse back to your house <laughs> when, you're, when your girlfriend's coming Yeah, home. but you probably might get stopped on the way dragging it in a body bag along the, along the streets. Yeah, but if you, up the stairs. Yeah, but if you <laughs> explained <laughs> it to your, you know, neighbors, your neighbor and right. you explained it to them what you're doing, I think they'd understand. Yeah, maybe. A lot of Possibly. people have that empathetic ear, you know. Right. right. Um, his, uh, the, the, the man who actually ended up living, uh, John Maynard said that, uh, he hopes he spends the rest of his life in prison. I'm lucky to be alive. So on Ouch. the sick wrong star scale, dude, that, that's no way to treat a friend. I mean, there's no way to treat your best your man. Your best man. Your I best know. buddy. Your friend. You ever been in a wedding party? <laughs> I have been in a wedding party before. Yeah, but you get the cool gift, Is it though. enough to send somebody on, set somebody on fire though, you know? Uh, I'm just saying it's not, uh. It's not something I would do to my best friend. <laughs> Either no, one. You, yeah. Put them in my wedding party. Or, or set them on fire. Right. Yeah. I, so on the second wrong star scale, it's completely uncalled for. I'm, I'm giving this 4.5. There's no sex with dead corpses here. I mean, it probably would have been like better better if he died, right? I mean, this guy, I mean. Well, yeah, because he's. His I mean, legs were burned off. off. Not, you imagine not that. severed. Like yeah. Burned off to little nubs. Like, and they like had to be amputated. A, uh, yeah. You light to light a G.I. Joe man on fire and it bottoms of his legs melted off he's brain damaged too i mean it's like yeah i think he'd be better off i think if it was if he died i would give it a three and a half but i give it a four just because he he's he not he's, like this. yeah yeah, yeah i'm gonna yeah. give it a 4.25 <laughs> <laughs> dude he's he's missing like one ear and his fingers yeah and his fingers i mean it's like god dude how do you shake his yeah, hand anymore but did his, i know yeah i know exactly well, uh, people, we invite you to vote. SickandWrongPodcast.com. You can decide who won uh, episode 133 here. <laughs> Feel free to call the Sick and Wrong Junk Dial line. You think that dial-a-slut chick is a baby? Oh, no. 206-666-3846. At 206-666-3846. Can I help you, sir? Well, it's nearing the end of the show. And as usual, we tend to get to uh, phone calls to the Sick and Wrong Hotline and uh, listener email. People, feel free to call the SW Hotline at 206-666-3846. We, we received a number of calls. We actually got a follow-up call from uh, Sarah the Mormon. Really? Who, um, yeah, is uh, confirmed as being kind of hot. And I'll get to, I'll get to that she later. She confirmed this or somebody else confirmed? Someone else confirmed that she's pretty hot. Nice. So, uh, you know, I say well, let's, let's play her call and uh, let's we, give we her, can figure give, this out. Give her a can of Coke. Boys, this is Sarah the Mormon again. Um, I am 25. Uh, I actually just got married last month. My husband is not Mormon, so no um, Jebediahs or anything trying to kick my ass for listening. Um, I'm actually what you would consider sort of the black sheep of the Mormon fold. I'm kind of a little naughty girl. Um, Ooh, I, like I that. don't wear Mormon panties. Um, I prefer thongs and bras and stuff like that. The lacier, the better, I say. Um, I have no kids, so I guess, I don't know, maybe I'm going to hell because I don't have any kids yet. And um, let's see, what other questions did you guys have? Oh, um, I could call in whenever you guys want, if you guys, um, if that's what you all want to do. I think that's it so i will email you guys a little later and see if we can work something out all right bye see i told you she sounds hot doesn't she sound hot well she doesn't even sound mormon she listens to the show she's, she's like a married punk to a non-mormon guy like yeah she's Jew. like a punk rock chick <laughs> doesn't have any kids Wait, so the guy, Mormon panties I wonder, so mormon in name only i wonder how often she goes to mormon church 
or something. See, this would be a good question to that, ask. So, her. okay, if she still goes to Mormon Church to the Tabernacle, the, the Tabernacle. <laughs> Do you think she lives in Utah? Is it? Is yes. It's that's the only state that actually has Mormons in it. Right? No, no, there's a lot of Mormons in Michigan, <laughs> there's and there's a lot in Idaho. San Diego, yeah. Are so, there San Diego? There's that yeah. big church right by the freeway, the 405 and the 5. Really? Huge white church, it looks like, yeah. Okay. So, you know what, um, Sarah, you, you sent us an email, and in my drunken, hungover state today, I accidentally deleted it and uh, marked it as junk, <laughs> unfortunately, which I apologize. I'm not denouncing Mormons in any way. <laughs> I like Mormons, especially hot ones that wear thong panties. But send us the email again so we can have your uh, contact info, and uh, perhaps we will give you a ring, but with but advance notice, of course. Write your phone number on your ass cheeks and take a picture. Yeah, I'm sure her husband would love that. I wonder, actually, Sarah, answer, answer this. Does your, is your husband a fan of the show, or do you just listen to it by yourself? I don't know. It's interesting know to either. me. So um, uh, just on another note here, and the reason I found out that Sarah's hot is uh, we, get, we got an email here from Zach who says, Hey guys, I'm listening to this voicemail you guys played from Sarah the Mormon. You guys need to get involved with the awful show more. Um, I thought at first he was like, you guys need to get involved with, with, this, with an awful show. Oh, and I was wondering a, like, okay. if, if he was talking about us. And then I was thinking, no, actually, have you ever heard of the awful show? No, I have not. Is it good? You know, I've listened to it. It's, uh, they're friends of the Mediocre guys. And so I found out about it through Mediocre. And uh, I listened to it. Yeah, it's a great show. It's interesting. It's a very it's Midwestern You're sensibility. You're telling me if I go to their forum, I can, I can see pictures of the Mormon hot chick? Well, they said she's a friend of the guys in The Awful Show. And pretty much every Friday night, you can see her on the Stick'em Cam in the chat room for The Awful Show. I think she's in her late 20s and recently married. She's pretty hot, though. Mid twenties, so um, maybe maybe we should go onto the the Stickum chat room and check her out first before we call. Yeah, you think? Yeah, I don't know. I do think. Yeah. Yeah. Although it, I often wondered like what uh, Mormon hot Mormon chicks do for fun. Well, apparently they go into chat rooms for podcasts. Uh huh. So are, um, I mean, what does she post about Mormon issues? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyways, he says the uh, chat room for The Awful Show is a good time, so you should go check it out. Um, the Awful Show, I imagine if you do a Google search, you can find out about it. Thanks, Zach, for writing in. Uh, what's the, we got another call from, um, and thank you, Sarah, for calling in and explaining that to us. I got this image here of uh, this hot chick, you know, tattooed punk rock Mormon lacy chick wearing panties. lacy panties. Right. I don't know nice. why you think she's tattooed. She didn't say that, did she? Dude, she's, a, she's a naughty girl. <laughs> naughty girls get tattoos. Uh, we have another call that you name these, and I have no idea what these ever mean, but Ultimate Combo. And I hope this isn't another bullshit sex move <laughs> from the guy who can't figure out how to make up sex moves. That guy never called us back, actually. Oh, so what's Ultimate Combo? Do you want to hear You'll that? find out. Hey, sick and wrong. Great combination. Mushrooms, beer, and camping. The ultimate combination. Keep up the sick. You know, he's got a kind of a good point. I used to like doing that, getting really wasted. Camping. Everybody likes doing that. Why, why did he call in with, that's not an insightful piece of information, doing mushrooms in the woods and drinking beer and camping. Yeah, but when's the last time you did that? I, I think it's kind I of cool that. I mushrooms anymore. I freak out. Yeah, but I mean, when's the last time you were just drinking beer with friends in the woods? You guys play a little bit of grabasse, you know, um, hanging been, out just been too long. <laughs> on that mountain. It's been too long. <laughs> Been too long. You're right. That is a legitimate call because it reminded me of the finer things. Now, when he said that, I thought about um. I remember back in college, um, 
the 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 gang went up to I forgot where that is Ascoda or something. Yeah, Ascoda, right? And uh, I had and I remember like we're in the middle of the forest, all camping. Everyone went to bed, and I took like a whole roll of black cat fireworks uh-huh. and just tossed or chucked the whole thing in the fire at once. It kind of it sounded like Vietnam or something. But you know, I didn't even think about. I guess I was kind of drunk. I didn't even think about forest fires. Uh-huh. But uh, I mean, there there was fire everywhere. It was pretty. It was pretty nasty. <laughs> there was nasty. an Indian crying off to the side, yeah. <laughs> and, a few, and a few Viet Cons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what was funny about it is like everyone, because I I don't think I had no, I didn't go with my girlfriend. I went with like uh, some friends of mine, but a couple couple dudes went there and had their their chicks there, and everyone kind of coupled off in their tents and were like you know getting intimate or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's Vietnam outside, yeah, right. and so I was kind of cordis interruptus. It was great. That uh, trip was also marked by somebody locking a case of beer in the trunk of their car, and then somebody else threatening to chainsaw into the trunk. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember that. That's and what I, happens. I guess, like, the only reason that didn't happen is the person found their keys like at the last second. And yeah, it never ended up happening. But yes, also, mushrooms. Also, did you run your car into a tree? <laughs> yeah, the next morning I was kind of hungover. I had, Sorry. <laughs> I had to. I couldn't let that one lie. Yeah, I forgot about that. On the way out, I ended up uh, destroying my, my taillight. But yes, I agree with this guy. Mushrooms, drinking, camping, great combination. Yeah. Uh, yeah, at least it was a legitimate combination, not some bullshit sex move that doesn't yeah. really make any sense. Call number three. Hey, what's up, Ian Wackerly? This is Airborne Mohawk. Like your podcast. It's pretty badass. Um, to ask you a question, uh, I did have a Mohawk. I don't anymore. I cut it. Which kind of makes me sad, but Airborne Mohawk comes from us. I was in the Army. Uh, as a common engineer, I went to Airborne School, and so that would be that. 101st Airborne jumped into World War II with Mohawks. So Anyway, I'm from Spokane, Washington, home of the uh, Santa Claus Beatdown Gang. As you might recall, your podcast with the brick to the head of Santa Claus, the fireman. All right. Anyway, I don't remember that one. No. Yeah, let's keep it signal. Huh. So I, I guess this guy, uh, I don't know if he, I think he sent an email last week and uh, you remarked on his name, Airborne Mohawk, and you thought it referred to some kind of sordid sex move. Doesn't it kind of sound like one, an airborne uh, mohawk? I don't remember referring it to that, but I think you, I, maybe you did. Yeah, maybe, cool. maybe I did. I thought but, it sounded like that uh, extreme downhill skier, Glenn Plague, who does like all the crazy jumps. Uh, okay. Like, See, I, I was anticipating it's like if you want to get like your taint shaved or something, you got to like leapfrog over someone, they give you an With airborne mohawk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they give you a, that yeah, that's, kind of, that's, a, that's the first thing I pictured when it, you know, it's the best way to like shave the grundle. <laughs> But it's 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 nice to know though that the uh, the airborne mohawk um, is re- referring to the the airborne troops. Well, he actually mohawks. he sounds almost as sad about his missing mohawk as you do about your girlfriend. <laughs> and yeah. I, I'd like to just point out this is like the most emo. Yeah, it's a very wrong episode ever. It's, it's a very emo. emotional We're all podcast. Cuddle after. Did you guys? Did I bring that flavor? I think it's because I think it's because the limeys here. It's, it's it's that English like emo thing. The Smiths, the like, well, you know, cloudy, the cure. Overcast skies the and everything's damp, and, and I'm eating weather. a soggy piece of toast with egg on it. I was thinking when we uh, finish the podcast, you guys just want to sit around, have a good cry, no, listen to Morrissey, just have a good cry. You got yeah. yeah. Do you have any All right, kits? we might have to do that. <laughs> we might have to do that. Well, people, thank you for calling into the Sick and Wrong Hotline two zero six 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 three eight four six. We always want to hear what you got to say. 
Uh, we got an email here from uh, Heather who says, Hey guys, just wanted to drop you a line to let you know that you do have some normal listeners out there. Not all of us are deviants. I'm married with two little kids. I drive a fucking minivan. Doesn't get much more normal than that. I was a punk rocker back in the day, so I guess I would best be described as a soccer mom with tattoos. Your podcast brings me endless amusement and occasional disgust. Keep up the good work. You can see a pic and check out my lame blog at mommysos.us. Checked it out, you know. She's kind of a MILF. She is. She seriously is. I checked it out. Yeah, but deviants never think they're deviant. That's the thing. You can't trust somebody to say they're not deviant. I bet you the other soccer she's moms like, think she's so a deviant. So what if I get cats from the pound and like you know smash their head in with my shoe? <laughs> it's perfectly normal. Yeah, but I wonder if like when she's you know taking her kids to soccer practice, if she's playing sick and wrong in the minivan to the, to the kids. Or I wonder if she's you know playing it for uh, the, the other neighbor kids. That's how you get yourself. Like we're talking about it with some of the other moms, like while they're pouring Gatorade or whatever, you know. I'm getting all chubbed up. Yeah, like, it's kind of hot. Like well, young soccer moms across the U.S. listening to us. I wonder why the table was raising. Yes. It's, it's good magic. to know that there are some normal soccer moms listening to us. Thank you, Heather, for writing in. And finally, here we got an email from Sack who says, Hey, guys, I'm listening to episode 132 right now, and Lance is going on and on about how realistic-looking baby dolls get creepy. Well, check this out. And he puts a link to a realistic baby cake. Like, seriously, it looks like a baby, but it's a cake, so you, you can, can eat it. you can take a big it. bite out of its head? <laughs> yeah, it's cakerex.blogspot.com. So go check it out. Thank you, Sack, for uh, sending that now, in. Now, is that uh, is Sack the same as Liver Sack, our resident Nazi, neo-Nazi? No, I think it's uh, this might be a different Sack. Okay. I don't know. It's just SAC. I think it's, I think it's the more of the scrotal variety. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, people, you can email the Sick and Wrong Podcast at sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. Check out the Sick and Wrong forum. There's been a lot of action lately. I've noticed there's been like a preponderance of just nasty videos. Have you noticed that? Yeah. There's, uh, there's that video with the cake farts. Uh, there's a video that I put up there called Egg You put Shoot. all these videos up there. Who are you kidding? I noticed I there's put... better preponderance of fucking, you know, food slash sex videos that I posted. Okay, I come I across noticed. a lot of odd videos that I like to share with some of our <laughs> listeners on the forum. Is that a crime? No, actually, I, I love stand it. guilty I love it because of before this. the forum, you used to email this shit to me every day, and now you no, no. longer do that. Now, <laughs> now I post on the forum for everyone's amusement. So, people, if you want to go check out some nasty videos, go uh, sign on to the Sick or Wrong forum. Link to it right off of our page. My favorite thing this week was monkey pig. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the pig monkey thing. <laughs> what was that? Is that real? Yeah, it's a pig monkey. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. I think it's just a deformed pig that looks somewhat like a monkey. I like how deformities. I, I like how one of the deviants on the forum just left one comment. I'd fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, um, people, go give us a vote at uh, Podcast Alley. It's a new month soon, so uh, yeah, get us into the top ten and uh, definitely leave some comments on iTunes. We always appreciate that. For the sick and song of the, sick and wrong song of the week, it comes from. Rob, I guess, in uh, Ohio. He says, check out Chromeo. It's my new favorite band. Chicks love this band. You'll get laid listening to them. And so, you know, I checked out Chromeo. They're actually kind of cool. Have you heard him? Have you heard no, him before? I mean, is he, uh, is he being serious that if you know, chicks I, would like it, or is it like... I thought he was being facetious at first, but I checked them out on, uh, on um, MySpace and downloaded one of their CDs... And they're actually pretty cool. They're kind of like Cameo, like uh, Prince okay. back in the 80s. So it's not like Lord of the Rings, Dungeons & Dragons It's metal. not metal or anything. <laughs> yeah, it's not like Dungeons & Dragons metal or Dio or anything like that. It's kind of like, 
you know, it's sort of like cameo. They're playing like funky tunes, and they're you know, it's 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 sort of tongue in cheek. It's definitely pretty cool. Chicks love cameo. Yeah. So we're gonna end the show with some chromio, courtesy of uh, Rob here from Ohio. Uh, people, stay tuned next week. We'll be back with episode one thirty four. Until then, take it sleazy, and thanks Ian for uh, being on the show. Yes, first British kiss. Cheerio, British mate. Cheers.
Thank you.